I want us to thank um this worship um this team worship song. I don't know how to put it. When I saw the topic this morning, trust and obey, the the song that came to my mind was this hymn that we usually sing um, when we work with the Lord. Even though when we don't understand the thing, it's telling talk, telling us to do. We should just obey and listen to him. We should not let our feelings to, to override what God is telling us at time. So in that line, I just want us to thank this um, worship him. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his world, what a glory sheds on our way. Amen. Amen. While we do his good will, he abides with us still, and we call who will trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way. To be, to be happy, happy in Jesus, or to, trust. to trust and obey, trust, trust and obey, for there's, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. The Lord help us to trust and obey His word in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much, Sister Comfort. Uh, we, as in you, have really brought us into today's topic. Uh, we thank God for the opportunity again to gather. We thank you for the ministration. Lord is already speaking in our minds, and as we come into His presence today, Father. Help us, O oh Lord, to be able to, to stay in the moment, to yes. stay in your presence. 
yes. so that we will be made whole because it's in your presence that we have life. Yes. It's in your presence that we are made whole. But I thank you again for giving us an opportunity to gather in every situation, Father, you keep revealing yourself. As we worship, you will reveal yourself. As we are going to study, you are revealing yourself. You're revealing yourself even by, 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 by the climate, by the weather, by, by, by the trees we see, yes. Father. Let your name be exalted, O oh Lord, in our lives today as we come together. We thank you for the opportunity. Instead, your mercies are new every day. And the newness of your mercy is being revealed to us through your words, through Christ Jesus. There's no other way in you but to trust and live in obedience with your guidance for us to be able to live the, the eternal life in Christ Jesus. But I thank you for the opportunity we commit our we commit ourselves unto the, we come to your throne of grace this morning to plead for mercy, the power to be able to trust you, to be able to live in obedience, to love you, because there's no other way, oh Lord. And as you are revealing to us that there's no other way, help it to sink in our heart. As we discuss today, let your name be magnified only. But I reveal your mind, oh Lord, your desires, oh Lord. Help us to seek that desire, to seek your righteousness, yeah. to seek your kingdom. Yeah. And every other thing, oh Lord, we commit it unto you. We cast all our cares, all our bodies unto you, Father. We plead for the grace to receive your own yoke, oh Lord, for yes. us to be able to remain and abide in your presence. Thank you, Father, for Thank your you, grace, Lord. for your love, for your Thank kindness. You. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Sister Comfort and Pastor. This That's a very great way for us to come into today's topic. Yes. And today's topic, you know, I think the continuation, you know, if you accept you want to overstress what's been talked about, the fishing lessons, you know, it's been, it's, you know, and we're still going to, throughout this week, you know, till Friday, we're going to be talking about fishing lessons. And if you want to go through all the lessons that, are, that has been expressed from the beginning, you know, the first lesson is the invitation. Mm-hmm. Invitation. Mm-hmm. So in our lives, we really need to invite Christ mm-hmm. into our life for us to be able to succeed. And one of the most, the common theme of the fishing lessons is maybe we, if you could change it, it's called, it's revealed to us that it's the success to life, mm. success to in everything, success to get to heaven, mm. success to, you know, in our daily activities, in our homes, with our families, you know, in our workspaces, in our, in our careers, our businesses. This is the way to success. And Christ and God even revealed it, like we read in our Joshua 1, this is how you succeed, you know. Let the word of God, you know, you sit in the word of God, then you will. And like we've known, the revelation again that has come that Christ is the word of God. So if we, if you're saying we are inviting the word of God, that means we are inviting Christ into yes, our situation. Yes, and yes. So the, the second lesson is God is interested in your success. Mm-hmm. The first one was invitation. God mm-hmm. wants us to succeed. So he's waiting out there, knocking at the door waiting for us to invite him into us because he's interested in us, in everything we do. And today, you know, no, on, and the, the third lesson was cooperate with God's plan for your life. Mm. 
most of the time, like we always want to hold on to control, but we don't want to yield to him. Mm. So, but today, and I mean, today is cooperate with God's plan for your life for lesson three. And I hope God will help us as we go through this. At first, I want to uh, read the, the scripture that was given to us. And before I read that, and one of the things that came to me that I noted to, just like Sister Comfort, I, I just said, is obedience and faith. It is the way for us to, you know, for us to be able to be successful in God to know God, to be who we are supposed to be. We are to live in obedience, true faith. That is the only way. Like you said, we have to trust and obey. You know, we have to, you know, trust and obey. Just exactly what I wrote down was obedience and faith. It is the way for us to be successful. For us to be able to be who Christ wants us to be. And like I've said, the only way is to trust and obey. And I didn't even see that part of the lesson. I said trust and obey. What I, I just read it because I, I had a book and it was obedience and faith. That is what I wrote down. So, for, uh, so let's read today. Uh, I'll quickly read the text, and I know it's the same text that we've been using, uh, which is which is good. You see. But the, the, there's a point that I was going to reach there. It said the first, the first disciples, on the day Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, Luke, moving from Luke 5, one, I'm living, reading a New Living Translation. On the day Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea, so Jesus was teaching. Great crowd pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. Like we're saying, Jesus is the word of God, and he was revealing the mind of God. And people pressed on, you know. And he noticed two empty boats at the water's edge for the fishermen and left them and they were washing their nets. Stepping on one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, his owner, to push it, push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. First, the first thing was Christ stepping into his boat. And Jesus told him, after he was already done, they were washing the nets. But Christ stepped into the boat and Christ told them to, to, you know, move, you know, stepping into one of them and asking him, you know, to push out into the water. The first step he did was he obeyed in the first instance. Mm -hmm. it, there was no doubt. In it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I want us to, you know, pray for is the grace, is the spirit of God in us to help us to be able to yield at the yield part time. So that we can be able to receive our blessing. One of the problems we have is we are always second guessing ourselves, hmm. and it's because that is one of the more, uh, one of the points that was you know raised when I was thinking. He said those who are led by the Spirit are the children of God, and the manifestation of who Christ was was revealed to 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 to, to Simon. It was revealed to him that he's a great teacher, even though he never knew him there, but there was a revelation to him there. So, and it is true obedience and faith that these revelations come true in our life. Mm -hmm. And he knew he was a teacher. He knew he was a great teacher. That is how he knew him. It wasn't like he knew him personally then, but what he did was he obeyed immediately. Mm -hmm. So, he asked him, his owner to push out into the water. So he sat 
and taught the crowds from there. And as he was teaching the crowds there, Simon was also there. Hmm. And that is where faith comes in. Faith comes in by hearing. Hmm. So when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, because Simon too was there, because it was even Simon even had the first first row, because the people were on the show. He was with Jesus in the boat. And Jesus, when he had finished speaking, said to Simon, now go out where it's deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Um, um, sir, master, um, verse five, master, Simon replied, we walked, you know, can you imagine? He said, master, that is, the, that is where I'm going this morning. He said, master, he replied to Jesus, we walked all, had all last night and didn't catch it. But if you say so, Hmm. I would let the nets hmm. down again. And in the New King James Version, you say, nevertheless, at your word, I will let the net down. Hmm. And he came into the fulfillment of his own, you know, purpose, true faith. Hallelujah. He obeyed first hmm. and through the words of God, he had faith. Is it at your word? Hmm. Based on your word, based on your proclamation, mm. based on your direction and instruction, I will do, I will, nevertheless, I will let the net down. And this time their nets were so full of fish and they begin to tear. He shouted for help, brought their partners in the other boat, and soon the boats were filled with fish on the verge of sinking. When Simon, it, it, as in, at, out of this faith, out of this faith that he took, even though he was a skilled fisherman in, 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 in God, out of this faith that he took in Christ Jesus, then verse 8 said, when Simon Peter realized what had happened, he now came, even to do it, you know, he took a leap of faith in Christ. He now realized, eventually he came to the fullness of that knowledge at that particular time. When Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his, to his knees, before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I'm such a sinful man. Mm-hmm. So the revelation came through obedience and faith in Christ. Through, you know, like you said, faith comes through here. He heard the word of God. And from there, his faith took him to be able to catch those number of fish and the revel- the fullness of that revelation came that this is the lord mm. and we are we've seen multiple parts in the bible that there was a revelation let me quickly read matthew 16 and you know most of us have seen it that peter i'll read from verse 15 matthew 16 verse 15 he said then then he asked them jesus asked them but who do you okay they said Let's read from 13. So when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippa, he asked his disciples, who do this? Who do people say that the son of man is? Well, they replied, some of some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, but who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the mm. son of the living God. Mm. And Jesus replied, you are blessed, Simon of John. Because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You do not learn this from any human being. Mm. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church. 
and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. Hallelujah. Amen. So it was revealed and he went, he went through the steps of obedience. And that is why maybe one of the most important things right now, since we, we all profess that we know Christ, I think it's more important for us to be able to submit to his will so that we, we can obey and trust in his word so that we can have the fullness of his revelation of who he is in our life to be manifested. Because how can we cooperate with God's plan in our life? Most of the time we miss it. That is why we really need the Holy Spirit, you know, to really be the one to help us out so that we will not continue to miss, miss God's plan for us by walking in line with flesh instead of, because easily, like we said, Peter could have walked with flesh. You know, I'm doing my work. I finished my work. Somebody now told me, okay, me, like example, for example, I have finished working. I'm trying to run out of work, clock out and run to the car. And God has a plan for me in that moment. Mm. Most of the time I fail because I'm, my eyes, I'm looking, you know, through the eyes of flesh. That's ah, my purpose is just to go home. And that particular time, just like Peter, I could have just, you know, Peter could have said, man, I'm washing my nets. I don't want to do this. You, you can use another boat. <laughs> Look from that particular eyes. And when he has even spoken, okay, maybe I even obeyed. Then all of a sudden, he told me to now move deep. Even though I'm a professional person, I'm thinking like, what are you saying? But that is why we should always be cautious and be aware of God's presence in our lives because most of the time we miss it. I want to read um, John 16. John chapter 16. I'll read from verse 12. It said, Jesus was telling us, there's so much more I want to tell you, but you can't be it now. When the spirit of truth comes, it will guide you into all truth. It will not speak of his own, on his own, but it will tell you what he has heard. It will tell you about the future. It will bring me glory by telling you whatever it receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever it receives from me. The Spirit of God is the, the Holy Spirit is the one revealing Christ to us. And if we don't yield to him, if you don't yield to the Holy Spirit, we will not get, you know, we will not be able to fulfill our purpose. We will not be able to, you know, cooperate with God's plan for our life because we're not yielding. I'm telling you that, you know, matter how difficult we think about that story of Simon is so unique in a point that it might be, we might think, okay, maybe we might be in that shoes of Simon and quickly obey and, no, our minds are mostly dull. We might not be able to do that. Even Simon himself will not be able to do that. Like, he's, like I read in Amatu, it was God's spirit that is ministering to Simon, giving him that revelation and the, for him to be able to achieve his purpose. You know, most of us think is you know, it is based on, you know, the fruit of the spirit is not, is not a man manufactured. It is the Holy Spirit in us that's working those things out so that as we continue to abide in the word of God, abide in his presence, those, what, that is how we are, we, we, are, we, could, we were able to walk 
in the line with God's plan for our life. Because we always think it's easy, like maybe it could have been me. Most of the time, we miss that moment. And that is why we need the power of God for us to be able to yield to the Holy Spirit so that we cannot miss that moment. That, the fishing lesson, that point, we might overlook it. It's easy for us to think, okay, maybe I'll be like Peter. Most of the time, we are not like Peter. That is why I wanted to pinpoint before I go through and I'll rush because the reading we've, we've really talked about is reading. is the same reading from a couple of days ago. And like I said, in that Romans 10, 17, like we all know, we always speak this, it said, so faith comes from the hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. Peter heard that news. He heard all the things Christ was speaking. And through the word of God, that is how we are being revealed. That is what the Holy Spirit is using to convict, to rebuke, to correct us. And to equip us in the hear the word of God. So if we are hearing the word of God, it is shaping our life. If you are reading and meditating on the word of God, it is shaping our life to us to be able to align with God's plan for our life. So let me quickly read. Lesson three, cooperate with God's plan for your life. He said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. But Simon answered, and which is very unique because we are all humans. There's always an element of doubt. But most importantly, he yielded. He said, but Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have told all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, nevertheless, this moment, that's at your word, I will let down the net. Mm. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and the net was breaking. Jesus taught the disciples where to fish, when to fish and how to fish. And he will teach you how to succeed in life too. But like people, but like Peter, sometimes your plan has to fail before you will, before you become willing to accept God's plan. You know, sometimes we always, you know, sometimes we have to know our limitations because before we can acknowledge that we are helpless. Because most of the time, it's not easy for us to, if you are excelling, you know, there's no way for us to be able to come into that fullness. But if we fail, we will know that that we are humans and we are we know our limitations and it's easy at that time for us to accept who God is in our life. So you see, your plan has, has to fail before you become willing to accept God's plan. And if that is, and if that's what it takes, God will let you fail. Notice, notice two things. Number one, Peter didn't argue with Jesus. He simply obeyed. And I pray God will give us that grace to be able to, you know, not to continue to argue and, and drag control with God. As a professional fisherman, he may, have, he may well have thought, Lord, who are you to tell me how to fish? He may even have thought if he didn't catch anything at night when the fish were usually biting, he surely wasn't going to catch anything in the middle of the day where the sun was glaring down on the water. But he didn't argue. He just obeyed. You must, we must, you know, most of the time, like I said, if we dwell on things too much, we start thinking too much. But in that instant, if we are led, we should, you know, we should pray for the grace to be able to hear his voice and to just follow, to obey at that instant. And it's difficult because may, most of us, we might be thinking because we are reading this text, you know, we don't think Peter went through some of those things. Even from the beginning before he said, nevertheless, he showed that there was some doubt, but he overcame it instantly. He said, at your word, at the word of Christ, he obeyed. He didn't listen to his feelings. Like I said, there was, there will be feelings. 
But the, the case is to listen, to focus on God, to set our gaze on Christ. He said, at thy word. He didn't listen to his feelings. No doubt, he was dog tired from working all night. But he didn't ask, what's the use? He didn't do that. Why should I keep going? Instead of being led by his feelings, he exercised faith in the promise of Christ. And the result were, results were amazing. And if you put your faith in Jesus today, it will do the same for you. That is, if we trust Christ, like you said, if we trust and live in a life of obedience, we will be successful too. But if we continue to trust our own instincts and continue to battle, to let doubt linger, we will not be able to achieve what we are called to do in Christ Jesus. And this is what Peter did. P Peter took the initiative at the, at the word of God, at the word Christ spoke, and he obeyed. And for us too, as Christians, as God is revealing his, himself to us through his word and through the Holy Spirit illuminating those words in our heart, we should pray for the grace to be able to you know, hear it and to do it, to be a doer of his word. Not to continue to just hear it and let doubt and flesh overcome it in our hearts. Because like I said, if Peter lingered too long from the doubt of saying we have done all this all night, we have done that, if he continues to complain, he will never be able to achieve his purpose. And may God help us. So let's have uh, contributions today. Because like I said, this lesson is the same lesson and God is revealing different you know, lessons to us in there. For us to be able to come to the fullness of his plan for our life, for his will to be able to be done, we have to cooperate with him. I mean, and our cooperation is submission, is yielding, is obedience, is trusting him because he's revealing himself because like he said, he's the Holy Spirit, like I read in Matthew 16, the Holy Spirit will reveal the mind of God to us and the mind of God to us, he wants us to succeed like he's been revealed. In the, you know, in the first two ones that we read, he wants us to succeed. And he's, you know, we should invite him because he's out there, he's knocking for us to be able to, you know, to yield so that he will get us, you know, to the, to the promised land. And may God help us. Contributions, please. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, Raya. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, this is. Uh, this is a very good, uh, another topic, you know, learning to fish, you know, uh, let's teaching, teaching uh, fishing lesson. This, uh, this kind of, um, like I said, the one that uh, we, we look at it and we think that's just go and throw uh, uh, a, a rod and catch a fish. But this is actually telling us a principle of life. And uh, this lesson, like Briar says, five of them that we still have to go through. But it sounds similar. But as you know, the word of God comes every day in a new dimension. And God reveals himself to us in diverse of ways every time that we come to his presence. So yeah, I like the way that you put it. And Sister Comfort, thank you. Because that song that you sang uh, uh, was basically what, uh, what God expects of us. In the first instance, lesson one is to invite God into your life into whatever situation, let God take preeminent. And lesson two yesterday that we, we, we talked about, that God is interested in everything that you're going through, whether bad or good. If you see God in it, 
you will see that the interest of God is greater than your own even interest. And today is just to submit because most of the time we're not submitting because we, we look at things from our own perspectives. And when we start looking at things from our own perspectives, we limit God's ability to do more. Like I say, if we start looking at things the way our physical eyes operate through our five senses, we will limit God's ability to do greater work. So Peter in his own five senses, think that yes, I have toiled all night. I didn't catch any fish. How come this guy, well, you know, he, 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 he sat down over there through the word. And one thing that I always say, when you give yourself to the word of God, it does something in you. When you go into the word of God, there is something that's working. You may not see it, but the word of God changes something in you. And whenever that word of God get into you, if there is a resistance for you not to do what God wants you to do, the word of God, we counteract that thing. Like Brian said, Peter have an hesitation, but the word that he heard, build his courage to obey. We cannot obey without we submission to the word. First, what did he do? He allowed him to come into his boat, submitting his boat to him, invited, he came into the boat. Number two, his success is really not, uh, not, not even relevant anymore because every ability that Peter has, he has exhausted him. He has nothing else to do but to just sit down and hear what God has to say. And in the process of hearing word of God, courage built in him. He had the courage and he saw the man that is speaking, that this person that is speaking, he is truly God. Then the faith come by that hearing of that word. And he said, well, at thy word, at thy word, I will do what you asked me to do. And what happened? Everything that it failed on, success become humongous. And whenever, every time that God performs a miracle in your life and it doesn't humble you, then you need to check yourself out. Look at what happened when Peter, when, when Peter, Peter saw all the miracle. He was humbled. He saw himself as nobody, as somebody that is not even deserve what God has done. But most of the time, when we experience miracle in our life, we think we are all that. Instead of us to humble ourselves, to say, wow, it is God that's this big thing. God did it for me. Oh, God, I didn't even deserve this. But, you know, I'm at your mercy. Please, please, please. That's what Peter did. And that is what the word of God does. It convinces us. It changes us. And it puts something new in our lives. And my prayer this morning is that God will help us to see clearly what God is saying concerning our life and allow God to have his way. Let's stop struggling with God. Say to yourself, I am going to stop struggling with God. I am going to stop struggling with God. I am going to submit to God because guess what? In the means of our submission to God, that is when he's able to do what he wants to do. Stop struggling. Stop struggling. The more we struggle with him, the more we make the work difficult. We can't do it our own. And I pray this morning that God will help us to Amen. totally submit to him 
and trust and obey him. Because it is in his word that we can get cooperation. It is in his word that we can see his plan concerning us. It is in his word that we can get renewal of strength to say, yes, God, let thy will be done. Or this is your will in this case. I want you to take care of it. And God will help us in Jesus' name. That's my contribution. Thank you, Brian. Thank you very much, Pastor. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Like you said, the word of God, you know, it is Peter. Peter will add front row. He was in God. He was in God's presence, and the word, like he said in that Hebrews four twelve, that says, "For the word of God is living; he was live with him. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and it's a discerner of thoughts and intent of it." And one of the most unique parts of the word of God is it is one that does that, you know, you know, that 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 appears through those most difficult places, you know. So if we continue to dwell in his word, we will be equipped, like you said, Peter had courage through the word of God to say, I thy word. Because the word of God is life, is the word of God is Christ. So, so you know, the manifestation of the word of God is Christ right there in the middle. God Himself, because He said, God, you know, the Word was God and the Word was God. And He said, At thy word, you know, for us to be able to have that kind of revelation, it is only by the Holy Spirit, you know, that believe. Because most of us, there's doubt, there's insecurity, and all those things that doesn't make us to cooperate with God's plan in our life. And for the so to pray for the grace that power to be able to yield to the word of God, to yield to the spirit of God's force, to be able to just give it up, not continue to, to be vulnerable in his presence, you know, because if, if, if he would, like Pastor just said, if he was thinking about his professional ethics and all the things he knows, it won't be vulnerable. Now he's vulnerable through faith. Like he said, like Paul would say, Paul said in our first Corinthians, he said, you know, the, the, the message of the cross is foolishness to the, you know, to, to some people. But is that foolish thing that God used to save the world? You know, like I've been in a situation when I was in uh, one of my old um, offices and there was a gentleman I was talking, even though I liked him, I respect him, he was a you know, great worker and, and very intelligent. He was saying, because he had a son, he said, ha, what kind of religion would say I should go and slaughter my son? You know, when you, if you use the human mind to think about that, you think that is foolishness. And Abraham obeyed at the word of God, at that command of God that, okay, go and your only son, this child of promise, go and, go and sacrifice it. At thy word, nevertheless, at, thy, at your word, I will let down him. And may God give us that courage through his word, that grace, to be able to yield to the Spirit's leading. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. One contribution, please. Uh, praise the Lord. Good morning. Hallelujah. Good morning. Uh, yes, Welcome. Yes, um, I see two, uh, two stories in the Bible that... Uh, 
kind of uh, look very much like this when it comes to God doing the impossible through people who feels they are unqualified. Just like um, Peter said, I'm not qualified for this that you've done for me. You know, um, experience have failed him. Expertise have failed him. Um, statistics have failed him. Um, you know, everything that, you know, that works until then failed him. And example of not saying, uh, I mean, speaking as human being, you know, that all of us are, yes. When you look at when the angel went to visit Mary, she was like, this is impossible. I've never known a man. So how is it possible for me to be pregnant without me meeting with my husband? You know, but I told him that, he told her that, you know what, this will happen, you know, through the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You know, meaning that I will do it even without that. Yes, you have to all, all night, but because I says it, then it will happen. The second one is when he called Moses. Moses look at himself that I'm not qualified for this. I can't even talk fluently. You know, I have difficulty in my speech. But he told him, because I sent you, then that qualifies you. The same thing when he said, the third one. Go get, you, you know, when they said the axe fell into the water. Told them, use the stick, put it inside it. There is no science anywhere in the past or now that says a stick will bring out an iron from the water. And what that means is that God can do the is the only one that can do the impossible that can qualify a man that is certain of himself that is unqualified so when everything fails it tells us that the only one we can look up to that can reverse the irreversible that can make anything Thing happen at any time that can bring out huge and mighty things from nothing is him and that is God mm. and that's what I keep seeing in all this and even though he looks unqualified even when you look at the book of Acts when it was talking about you know um, when they said these men are not learning how come we are hearing them speak our language? So it has gone beyond the ordinary to divine. So anytime Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit shows up in any situation, that situation has no choice but to take a different direction because there is a divine power that is behind it. May God help us achieve. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, like you've said, for us to be able to 
to like I said, this is all success lessons. I can change it like like fishing lesson for us to be successful in his kingdom, to be su successful in every day of our lives. We have to cooperate with God's plan for our life. You know, like you said, Peter, you know, first, you know, talked about his own knowledge of what he was doing. He said, I've told all night. Moses, like you revealed, doubted himself. Like he said all the things, his limitations. And just like Peter too, said all the limitations. I've done this all night. But at your word, I will let down the net. So for us, God is trying to showcase who he is based on our limitations. We just have to cooperate with him. We have to cooperate. It's in our weaknesses that his manifest power shows up. Because like he's written here, he said, in our plan, he said, sometimes your plan has to fail before you become willing to accept God's plan for your life. It is that in that weakness that his power is made manifest. We have to be able to cooperate with his plan, not our own plan. Because once we are still going on our own plan, we, we, you know, we, might, we, we, we might be blind to his own plans for our life. And we are working against his will. God wanted to show something. Peter, like I said, Peter's purpose was not for him to be a fisherman all his life, but to be able to you know, do his part in his kingdom. Like we read that, like in Matthew 16, God told him that he was rock and he was going to build, he was going to use him for greater things. Like he said, he was going to be a fisher of men. But for Peter to come to the fullness of Christ in his life, he had to go through that thing. And it was through his obedience and through hearing the God, word of God that he yielded. For us, is for us to yield so that we should yield to his own plan. And the, our cooperation, like Pastor said, is just submission, to submit to it. And it's difficult for us because we are always in control on one way or the other. But God is yearning to us. He's knocking at the door. He wants us to be successful. He's knocking for us to be able to submit to him. And, you know, no matter our limitations or even our former success, I think it is good for us to be able to know this so that we can yield for him to be able to manifest his, his power in our lives. Thank you, sir. Do we have any other contribution? If we don't have any other contribution, I'd like to yield to Pastor. Thank you, Brio. Thank you, Brassam. Um, I think, you know, if you look at the writer, I mean, the, the second part of this, um, of the, the last paragraph of the, of the, of the writer, say he did not listen to his feelings. Most of the time, what makes us to struggle with God is our feelings. How am I feeling? Um, I have done this, I have tried that, I have done everything that needs to be done. I am tired, I'm giving up. I don't think that anything is gonna work. That is feelings, that is working on our five senses. 
our emotion, we're tired, we're, we're fatigued. We can't move forward anymore. The disappointment is so overwhelming and we just don't think any way out. See, when we are working in our power and our strength, there is a limitation to what they can accomplish. Because the Bible says it's not by power, it's not by might. It's not within your own ability to create the success that God wants to give you. Because the success that God wants to give you is bigger than you yourself. So he said, he never, he never listened. He didn't listen to his feelings. No doubt how was, was, he was tired. Somebody being on the, on the shore all night working hard. And now, after I've sat down, I've heard you even borrow you my boots to use to talk. Now you tell me to go back out there. I want to go home to sleep. That is emotion. Sometimes God is telling us that, listen, I am not done yet. What I want to do when I finish what I'm doing, I will get back to you and I will give you that thing that you're looking for. But we always giving up on God, even though God has not finished yet because he makes all things beautiful at his own time. We give up easily because of our feelings, because of our emotion, because we give five senses priority over the Holy Spirit. Like Brad Sam said, well, five senses that Moses has was that I can't speak good. I don't know. I don't have the articulation. If I go back over there, do you know who am I? That I am a murderer. I'm wanted over there. They will kill me. I cannot even do anything over there. If I go over there, you are you serious? I should go back to Pharaoh's? He's going to kill me. I was wanted. I'm a fugitive. All of those five senses, they're only going to limit what God wants to do through us. We need to trust him. The only thing that you do not trust if you're not hearing the word of God, if the word that you're hearing is a false word, it is not the promise from God, then don't believe it. But if it's the word of God, stick to it, hold on to it, and believe in it. Because that word, it, in the beginning, as strong as it was when it said, let there be light, that there was light. It's still strong right now. Then when it say, let's see, part it into two, it's still strong right now. That's it, Lazarus comfort, that word is still strong right now. That word that say, yes, carry your, carry your bed and walk, that word is still strong now. We need to believe in that word. Because when we give ourselves to that word and we believe in it, then that word will start working for us. It will start working to, 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 to direct our path, to lead us like the, the, the book of John that Briar read. That yes, the Holy Spirit, I will send you the Holy Spirit, the one who will help you through all things, that will teach you through all things. It will help you. We need to learn how to be submissive. submissive to the Holy Ghost, so we can see the work of God coming to fruition in our life. My prayer is that God will help us. We should put aside all those five senses behavior because they limit God. They put God in a box. Because in the time of trouble, the Bible says when your faith weaks, you don't have faith at all. When you've worked hard, and you don't see the result of your work, that is when God will step in and tell you, I have a better result than the one that you did. 
because the work that you did is very little. The one that I did on the cross is more powerful. The one that I did on the cross is bigger than the one that you are actually physically looking at. Don't worry, because what you are doing right now, it is just going to, it's going to perish. But the one that I have for you, they are going to last for eternity. So if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior, I want to invite you to accept him. Uh, we said the day one, lesson one of this uh, lesson, fishing lesson is that you must invite Jesus into your heart. Allow him to come in. Tell him, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sin. Wash me in your blood. Accept me into your kingdom. I want I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. And then from there, look for a church close to you. If you can't find a church, go online, type rccg.org. You will find a redeemed Christian church of God. Go to the pastor. I just accept Jesus Christ. I want to start working with him so he can start helping me to cooperate with him. I don't want to be going through these failed activities every day. Every time we go through things, we just get things worked done and get done and repeat it. But there is no any guarantee to the end of it. But Jesus give guarantee. The guarantee of eternal life. That even when everything on here is done, there is still something greater for you on the other end, which is going to be a mansion that is prepared for you. Then from there, you can now just start working the work, the work, work of faith and start trusting God in what he's doing in your life. And for the rest of us, I just pray that Holy Spirit, we, we give us the opportunity. He has given us the opportunity. I just pray that he will overwhelmingly arrest our heart to do what Peter did, even though there was a doubt, but because he yielded, because he trusted, because he obeyed, he saw the power of God in action and that humbles him. And that word that humbles him, God revealed himself to him in a dimension that nobody else has ever seen God. I pray for you this morning. That is there any trouble that is weighing you down? God will visit that trouble. And God will perform that miracle in your life. That he will turn things around for you in the mighty name of Jesus. He will perform a miracle that will blow your mind. To say, God, why me? Why me? That he will humble you. His miracle will humble you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Fish of your boat of Peter, Peter that is filled, God will fill your water with all those things that you want. It will fill your finances with all those things that you're trusting. It will fill your home with that peace that passes all understanding. It will fill your job with all those love that you need. It will fill your marriage with harmony that you need, unity that you need, love that you need in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In your health, Amen. God will visit your health and it will perform that miracle that anything that is strange in your body. The blood of Jesus will flush them out in the mighty Amen. name of Jesus Christ. In that those Amen. ones that are pregnant at this moment, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that the blood of Jesus will cover you and you will deliver Amen. safely in the mighty name Amen. of Jesus Christ. Those that Amen. are trusting God, that God open my womb. I have been waiting for my turn. God will visit you and he will open Amen. that womb for you in the mighty Amen. name of Jesus. Those
those that are trusting God for their paper in this nation, that God, you will visit them. And Lord, you will make it happen for them that they will receive a a half of approval on their expectation in the name of Jesus. Those that are watching out there, expecting God for a new job, a promotion job, Father, in the name that is above every other name, as you visited Peter's boat, boat, uh, Lord, you will visit them. In the Amen. mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, both of us, Lord, we will not miss heaven. We will not miss Amen. heaven. Your walk in Amen. our life, Lord, you will help us to establish them. You will let Amen. your light reign in our life. You will let Amen. your light shine in our life. You will Amen. let your love shine in our lives. In Amen. the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And Amen. all of our children, Father, we lift them into your hand. That, Lord, you will continue, continually guide them. You will let your Amen. fear settle in their life. Uh, that spirit of excellence to obey you, to walk with you, to do your will, you will grant unto them in the mighty name Amen. of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, eternal rock of in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. 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 Let us share the grace. Thank you very much, Ryo. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship, fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Surely, and surely God's goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. The one the Lord has blessed, so shall it be. Amen. So shall it be, Jesus. Thank you, Abaya. Thank you, everybody, for joining. God bless you. Just remember, cooperate with God. Cooperate with God's plan for your life. And cooperation to God is simple. Obey. Trust. Obey. Trust. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. When you trust him and you give yourself to his word, his word will come into action and it will fulfill his promise concerning you. And may the Lord keep you. May he shine his face upon you and grant you peace all around in Jesus' name. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, sir.